we moved temporarily to Chicago and on the drive up, I was like, I will do anything um, if you like build a prototype or something. And he was like, oh, you know, I mean, was it, he had a lot going on. Um, and anyways, I talked him into it and it was basically if I drove the whole way from Florida to Chicago and he could listen to whatever music he wanted, so I had no choices, um, he would build me this prototype. So like in about 12 hours, which anybody who knows software, that's like not a lot of time to build anything. Um, so it was just basically enough for me to take it to an agency and kind of like build it further. But it was a fun story because it was just, I was like begging him. I'm like, please. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all married here. And I know we've all probably made made some of our own little negotiations to get some of those, uh, those things for us. <laughs> Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer, and I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Ody, and Kat Shear, and I, we are 40-plus Masters athletes who love the sport of CrossFit. We want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news from the Open to the Sanctionals to the CrossFit Games. We also want to share our journey to get fit and healthy using the sport of CrossFit. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. We are now available on YouTube at the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends Podcast and all traditional podcast platforms. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Clydesdale CrossFitter. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale CrossFitter and friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. We have the full house today. Charlie Ody, what's going on, man? Yo. We have Amy Rudowski. Hey. And Kat Shear with her nice new wood backdrop. Beautiful, thank after you. After the construction from last weekend. Yep. Uh, this week, we are interviewing Lindsay Love Jenks, the founder and CEO of MacroStacks. Uh, it was really fun kind of talk, talking to Lindsay about how she discovered uh, the need for this app that she kind of created with her husband and what they did to put it all together and what their plans are for the future, which is very exciting. I am personally a MacroStacks user. I've been using it for the last couple of weeks uh, and seeing great results on it, uh, lots of energy, able to track my macros really well. And so with that, we don't want to hold it up any longer and we'll just let Lindsay talk for herself. So we'll talk to you after this with a quick little news update. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Doing well. How are you guys? We are Good. great. So where, where are you located? Uh, Boulder, Colorado. Ah, oh, beautiful. So yeah. did you, did you start in Florida? Sort of. Um, okay. So I, I had a couple of gyms in Florida and then I started an online um, nutrition consulting company, Lean Machine Nutrition, which was in Florida. Um, and then basically wanted to, me and my, uh, my husband also builds apps and he wanted to build um, something in a place that flourishes for uh, fitness and tech. And so that's kind of what brought us to Boulder. And then 
it didn't actually technically launch until we were out here. Okay. So I read your story on your, on your website about how um, it started. So it was you, I don't, maybe if it was your husband at the time or not, but you guys were traveling and you said, I'll drive if you make this app on this drive from Florida to Chicago. So will you kind of give our, our listeners a story of how Macrostax was, was started and brought up? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we basically, we sold our gyms and we were moving to temporarily to Chicago um, because he was actually in this accelerator program where he was um, building his app. So he wasn't affiliated with Macrostax at all, but um, he had heard me telling like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is gonna be huge one day. Like I'm so excited about it. And I had never done anything outside of fitness. Um, so he was just kind of like the the driver saying like, you know, you can like build software and do whatever you want. And I was like, really? So anyways, we moved temporarily to Chicago and on the drive up, I was like, I will do anything. Um, if you like build a prototype or something. And he was like, Oh, you know, I mean, was it, he had a lot going on. Um, and anyways, I talked him into it and it was basically if I drove the whole way from Florida to Chicago and he could listen to whatever music he wanted. So I had no choices. Um, he would build me this prototype. So like in about 12 hours, which anybody who knows software, that's like not a lot of time to build anything. Um, so it was just basically enough for me to take it to an agency and kind of like build it further. But it was a fun story because it was just, I was like begging him. I'm like, please. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all married here. And I know we've all probably made made some of our own little negotiations to get some of those, uh, those things for us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But so, no, I'm forever grateful for that. And he hasn't been a part since, but I, I mean, that was a key time. So what's, what's been awesome is that your relationship withstood that trip and uh, <laughs> you're not getting to listen to the music he liked and he built the app. So that's awesome. I know. Totally. And so what's, what's your fitness background? Um, I got my bachelor's in exercise and sports science. So I've always like been really into um, exercise physiology and kinesiology and um, prior to that, I played every sport. So soccer, basketball, track and cross country, um, like pretty much full time. And then I went to the University of Florida. And um, at the time, I didn't want to play sports. I just wanted to coach. So I, um, they let me be like an assistant, uh, you know, uh, strength and conditioning coach. And then eventually near like my senior year, they hired me as the strength and conditioning coach for the cheerleaders, which was cool. It was kind of like at the time, like the lower, you know, that's where like when you're just starting out. Um, but what was really cool is the cheerleaders were, you know, they're doing gymnastics and the guys are like holding girls up. I mean, it was really, really impressive. So, um, you know, they, they definitely needed like safe training and things like that. So then I worked out with them. Um, and I also was like the assistant for um, football there, which was pretty cool because that was in the team Tim Tebow years. And was that when Coach Urban Meyer was the coach? Yeah. Okay, I just need to throw that out here for Scott. So yeah. Charlie and I are big Ohio State fans. So. I'm from uh, Columbus, Ohio, oh! and so I'm a huge like OH. Oh, I.O. All right. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I know. So we went, okay. So my senior year, we went to the national championship and it was Florida versus Ohio state. If you yep. guys remember, I was at and that I, game. Yeah, me too. Okay. So I was a, the strength coach at the time. So I, it was my alma mater. 
And at the, like before that, you could basically be a fan of either one because they never played, right? And yeah. so then it was like, what are you going to do? And I was coaching. So like I had to wear my like UF uniform, but I had a Buckeye necklace <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So that's a good memory. But yeah. I'm a huge Buckeye. And then Urban Meyer, and then he went to Ohio State. And so I'm like, this is win-win for me. Like I can't totally. lose here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're actually all based in Columbus right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah so yeah. That, that's where we're from. Well, I'm not from here, but I live here now. Oh, and awesome, yeah. Yeah, I'm nice. actually a Penn State fan and get ripped on by the <laughs> other two all the time. Yeah, yeah. you should. Yeah, So, um, So you started this app, and what, what was the purpose behind it? What gave you the inspiration to want to uh, track macros? Yeah. So when I first started tracking macros, that's when I owned a CrossFit gym in Orlando. And I was always, I was a competitive, you know, CrossFit athlete, went to regionals three times and I was working out like a maniac, like it was my job. And I wasn't eating a lot because, you know, you, I wanted to look a certain way. And so I'm like, just tried to like the paleo thing for five years and just making sure I was eating clean, but I was always like afraid to eat food. Um, you know, I'm, a lot of people and a lot of people listening right now, like have definitely struggled with um, you know, their body image or food or fearing carbs or, um, yeah, so it's just kind of, it's a very emotional thing. And so one of, um, one of my favorite athletes, she started counting macros and kind of told me about it and I got into it and it like, long story short, it changed my life. And I was eating like over 2000 calories a day. I was eating over 200 carbs. I got like ripped and I was like PRing everything. And I was so, I mean, I was pretty, you know, small, like 135-ish pounds and like back squatting almost 300 um, pounds. And it was just like, uh, it was really cool because I'm like, this is like, you know, this is revolutionary. And so we were in the transition of wanting to sell the gym. Um, and so I started this Lean Machine Nutrition, which was an online, like essentially consulting company for macros. And it was just because I wanted to like spread the word. And I'm like a big entrepreneur I love building businesses. It's like one of my passions. And so um, I got that launch pretty quickly. And the problem with the one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I think that there, it does serve a certain audience, it's just for most people really expensive. And if you're already paying for like a gym membership, you're like, oh my gosh, I have to pay an extra 150 or $200 on top of that. And then you're like talking to a coach via email once a week, you know? So like the client really doesn't get that much either. So there was like this miss like there was just this miss, you know, they're paying a lot and they don't feel like they're getting a ton. But then I was working like a million hours a week and probably getting paid like pennies on the hour once you like divided it out. So I'm like, there has to be a better way to reach more people and to make it more affordable. So that's when like the software idea came. Like if I can take my day-to-day -day activities and all my like operations and put it into something that's automatic, then, you know, we still have a personal touch. So on MacroSax, there's um, nutrition coaches, and you know, I was doing that for a while. Now we have a team of people who answer, you know, support questions um, inside the app, which is awesome. So there's still that personal touch, but everything else is automated, which makes us, gives us the ability to just charge way less. It's anywhere from 10 to $20 a month. Um, so it's just way cheaper. And you get to like interact with a coach every day on like chat if you want to. And um, we were able to like give you more, um, because like we can just keep building on that platform. And when you're a single solo person, you can kind of only do so much. And our biggest question was, 
how do I hit my macros? You give people macros and they're like, well, how do I hit these? And I'm like, there has to be like a way to automate this. And so kind of like our proprietary um, part of the app is what we call like our recipes feature. And so all of our recipes were designed by register by our registered dietitian and our algorithm will auto calculate to your specific macros and so you can click a button that says fill macros and it'll give you all these ideas and then it'll auto calculate so all of us would get like a different portion and the and the goals you know to hit your macros at the end of the day so that's something that macrosex does that really nobody else in the market is doing and so that's where we're really like playing up because they're like finally you know because it's so daunting like who wants to weigh and measure their food you know and um it's so that's my kind favorite of what features leaving. of the app oh cool yeah yeah, me too. I love that. And so, you know, that's something we're going to be playing into a lot more just because like people need help, you know, and we want to make it easy. I don't, I don't want nutrition to be challenging. You know, I don't want it to be daunting because, you know, when you hear people saying they weigh and measure their food, that does sound a little cuckoo to some people. And so we're trying to say like, no, it doesn't need to be. And so we're going to actually measure for you, you know, so all you have to do is, or we're going to portion for you. So all you have to do is essentially like make it. Um, so it's just a lot less work for the client. So yeah, so just, it's just a way to share it with more people. So you, you've mentioned the app now. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. And, and I've tried a couple others. Um, this one actually has a lot more features than any of the other ones I've tried. So when you first go in, um, it, you kind of set up a profile. And you get to determine what, what your plan is, whether it be fat loss, maintenance, or muscle building, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So you set all that up, your activity levels, and then it determines how many macros you should eat in a day or how many correct. calories plus macros. Um, and, then, um, and then you can check in daily in measurements and uh, weigh which is really cool and not just the scale, but to actually uh, take measurements of three different areas of the body so that you can track through that. Um, so then day to day, how do you use the app to, to maximize the biggest benefit out of it? Uh, personally? Yeah, yeah. Or do, you, do you build yeah. your meals ahead of time and then, or yeah, I think that- yeah. That's, Go ahead. Sure. So um, there's kind of like two different paths. Some people who like wing their macros and then a lot of like meal preppers and planners. And I think both people can be successful, but I would say that it's easier if you plan ahead. So a lot of times when people sign up, they're like, okay, well, where do I start? And so we're like, hey, why don't you just start with tomorrow, you know, or next week, whenever you're ready to start and build out an entire day and make sure that you, we call them green thumbs. And that's when you hit like your um, daily macros. And so there's like this celebration. We're like, yay, good job. Um, and so if you do that for one day, it, it you know, it, with the fill macros button, it's a, it takes a lot less time, but sometimes people want different things. And so, you know, they'll kind of swap here and there. But once you've like successfully done it once, then, you know, you can copy it to the next day and meal prep and eat the same things. And we, Generally, I tell people go to the store like once or twice a week, meal prep ahead, do three to four days in advance. And I mean, it, then you just kind of grab and go and it's just a lot easier if you do it that way. But um, I'm definitely a wing it type person. So I do meal prep sometimes. And then other times I just like, I mean, I've also been doing it a very long time. So it's easier for me to just kind of, you know, know what to grab out of the refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, I, and I think that with what you were saying about the, um, 
the recipes that are in there now and how it calculates for you, I think that makes it a lot easier for people to, um, you know, in the beginning to have an understanding of, okay, if I do this, it'll get me to, to this number for my lunch and this one and, you know, and those thumbs up, are, I think are really a, a great idea and something different than just, Hey, I'm, I'm at zero now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's different than seeing, Hey, there's two, there's three green thumbs up. So I think that's a, that's a great piece that you guys added to that. Yeah. I love that part. It's like, we're trying to celebrate, like telling people like, this is a big deal. Like, first of all, you know, you ate all this food because most people are under eating and they, they join and they're like, Whoa, this is more than, you know, I've ever eaten before. Are you sure? And they're really intimidated and we're like, you know, trust it. And then we have this great, you know, community online on Facebook and all, everybody in there is like, trust the system, you know, it works, just give it a couple weeks. And so um, you know, that's pretty cool, but yeah, we're just trying to give people as many tools as possible to be successful. And so in addition to recipes, cause that word can kind of intimidate people as well. There's basically like, there's no, no bake recipes, which is, I mean, you can just grab, you know, apples and t- tuna, um, you know, and grapes or something like that. That was just random, but yeah. you know, there's ways that there's also like individual foods. So if you're just like trying to fill like you know, 38 carbs, then maybe we'll give you like one and a half bananas or something like that. Um, so we try and like give you options if you want to be extravagant, or if you're just like, no, I'm a grab and go type person, then you can do that too. Now, are you guys constantly adding things to the, to the algorithm or to the system where it's easier for people to, you know, put in bananas or random like Chipotle or BB Bop or, you know, whatever it is, obviously regional things are kind of weird, but yeah, so we, uh, so our dietitian is, you know, every week creating more recipes. And then as far as the database goes, there's 800,000 foods and that includes um, chain restaurants and things like that, or even things that you can find at the gas station. And so that's pretty much covered. And if there's anything that's not, then, and somebody like reports it to us and says like, hey, we would love to add this, then we can just add it for them. And so that way it's like constantly in our database. And so um, it's a pretty robust, yeah, it's pretty robust. So what are a couple of your favorite recipes from the app? Uh, There's this chicken enchilada casserole. That's a family favorite. My husband loves that one too. And it's so easy. It's like stupid easy. It's like four ingredients and you just kind of throw them together and put it in the oven and it like will last you like, you know, the whole week. Um, That one's also delicious. That's delicious. And then there's a easy chicken parmesan bake but it's like gluten-free so it's not like real you know chicken parm so you can feel good about it um those are two of my favorites and there's like some fun ones like there's these high energy protein cookies uh it's like oats and um chocolate chips and bananas and i would never know how i i'm not i've been cooking my whole life but i'm not good at it and so i love recipes because you just it's like you know foolproof you just follow it so well, one of the other cool features you have is um, if you have a, a restricted diet of some sort, uh, vegan, pescatarian, you can actually check that box too, and it'll conform to that as well. Yeah, we have gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, vegetarian, and pescatarian, and we have requests from um, customers, you know, to add more. So we can, we're going to start building out a way so you can actually say like, you know, no soy or something like that. Well, you can delete that out of your plan. Um, we're going to make filtering like a lot more robust this year. So that's exciting uh, amongst a lot of other things, because one thing I've learned is that like software is re- very hard. 
it takes forever and it's extremely expensive. So this has been a challenge that I, I don't think I knew what I was getting myself into, but it's been, it's been really rewarding because of that. So we, you know, we are obviously the Clydesdale CrossFitter and friends. So I've, I've noticed that you guys have started picking up a lot of, of some of the athletes, you know, Josh Bridges, Travis Mayer has been around for a while. Who's one of Scott and I's favorites, uh, Daniel Brandon. How is it to work with those guys and, and them using the app? Awesome. Yeah, we've had such a positive experience with every influencer or ambassador that we've worked with. And so I, I'm a CrossFitter at heart. I love it. I've been doing it since 2007. Um, so I'm just, you know, I just love the community and yeah, diehard still to this day. I'm building a, a CrossFit gym in my barn right now. Um, so anyways, I just like, that's kind of where macro stacks originated because that's what I was, you know, familiar with. And so getting somebody like Josh Bridges was a dream and working with Travis, he's such a cool guy. And, you know, all the ladies that we have, it's, um, they're just, they're awesome. And they're, <laughs> they're all of those people are so strong and influential that, um, you know, we're really lucky to, to have people like that speaking about our product. Um, you know, cause people, they trust what, what other people say and people that they look up to. So it's important to kind of build those relationships and, you know, we want to make sure that, it's something that, that they believe in too. So it's, it's hard to find influencers that, you know, can really speak to the product because they, you know, they have to use it. They have to feel good about it. So, um, you know, not everybody counts macros. So yeah, we feel really, really lucky to have our squad. And so a couple other features that you have that I really like are, are the, um, the, the scanner mm -hmm. to be able to scan your foods in instead of typing out like an entire meal. Um, one of the frustrations I've had with other apps is you have an eight ingredient meal and you got to type each one of those in when you have the scanner, it goes so much faster. It's so much faster. That's definitely our biggest feature and we haven't always had it. So, um, any of those early adopters listening, I'm sorry, but we have it now. Um, and so it's just like, it's a game changer. Not only that, but we're working on a partnership right now, um, that we're super stoked about probably won't be until later in the year, um, that we actually launch it, but it's basically like photo recognition recognition and so while this is you know scanning upc and that's really easy you could actually just like scan your apple and it'll say apple and then it'll estimate the size for you and so it's like next level so we're really excited about that that's amazing we'll say who it is yet but yeah it's next level so we're actively working on that and their software is you know still being improved and um but we kind of get it piloted out and um it's going to be like yeah it's going to be a game changer the other thing I really like is the chat feature built right into the app and being able to reach out to someone and ask questions on the spot instead of trying to find an email address and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's a really, really easy way to get in touch with you guys. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. It's, it was important to me when first building this, I was nervous about that feature because it does take human beings, you know, and it doesn't scale as easily as like calls, you know, call it software. So I was nervous about it, but it was important to me to have a human element because again, like I said earlier, you know, nutrition is so special to each person. It's, it can be really emotional. It can be triggering. I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. And so not feeling like you have any support can make people quit you know? And so if they can reach out to somebody, even if it is chat, but it's like text message. I mean, that's all we do all day. Who picks up the phone anymore. Right. And so 
we, it's seven days a week. We're always on. It's basically like mountain time, 4 a.m. to 10 p.m., you know, seven days a week. So it's a lot. Um, and we're trying to say like, we're here for you. We know this is hard. We know that you have a special journey and, you know, whether you're a mom of three kids and, you know, or you're somebody who's been overweight for a really, really long time. And like, this is just challenging or you're just, you know, somebody who's trying to improve performance or gain a little bit, you know, everybody kind of has their own unique story. And so having, having a real person and they're new, you know, they're certified nutrition coaches. So it's not just like we like hire it out, you know, to India or something like that, but um, yeah, that's, that's important to us to, to kind of be able to connect with the clients. And so having over 75,000, we're probably like way over that now, but that was the last time I checked. I mean, that's a lot of people to support. So, um, yeah, our, our coaches are crushing it, but they work really hard. So. And I was going to ask you that, like the credentials that they, they hold to, to do that job. Do you train them or do you just want them to have a certain type of credential? Yeah. Um, so we have a dietitian and so she's kind of, you know, the leader of the pack and then everybody else that's, um, coaching right now has, you know, precision and nutrition. So there's these level ones out there, level twos. Um, it reminds me of like a CrossFit kind of certifications. So you don't go to school for it and, you know, people have different opinions on what that means. Um, but it's, you know, it, it has a very similar philosophy to kind of what we believe in. And so it gives a little bit of structure and, um, yeah. And so with that being said, what, and I know you've have a couple of future plans, but what are the future goals for the company overall? So, oh, I'm so excited. I love macro sex and the future of it. And I wish it could come like tomorrow, but first and foremost, uh, customers want a native app. So we're a web-based app. And so they want us to be in the app store, um, which we will be, we're working on building that as we speak. Um, so that's exciting. And that's kind of something that's been like a big request. Um, even though the web app works basically the same, um, you know, people just like the convenience of going to the app store. And um, the goal is to be like a true one-stop shop. So when you sign up, you're, you're entering in all your private information or personal information, then you get your plan. And, you know, we have workout days and rest days and refeed days, and it changes depending on your activity level. And, um, you know, there's a lot of customizations in that. And we have the recipes, you know, that or foods, if you will, that will auto calculate. So you actually can get help hitting your macros. Um, and then what we're working on now is like a more robust shopping list. So there's a way to export shopping lists right now. Um, but that way we can integrate with Instacart, which is going to be like a game changer because then you can just click a button, send it to Instacart, delivers at your door. You know, who does not want that? Like, oh my gosh, how much easier? Then, um, like kind of like a marketplace for what I'm going to call meal preppers, you know, right now they're called chefs, but in my opinion, there's like this like stigma, which like the word chef, like, oh, you're fancy if you have a chef or you're rich or something. Right. And so like the idea is like task rabbit, like it doesn't have to be like a chef who went to school. It's just somebody who will, you know, read the recipe, cook it, meal prep it and like put it in your refrigerator. So kind of like the full one-stop shop if somebody wants it, you know, cause some people can drop off and say, well, I don't cook, you know? And so while we have no cook meals, it's kind of unrealistic to say that you're going to be successful for five years if, you know, you don't ever cook anything. Um, and that's hard for people to hear, but that is true. And so we're trying to say, well, if you don't cook, guess what? We're going to find somebody for you, you know? Like, so there's no excuse for people like not to be able to eat, you know, right for their body. So that's kind of what I'm excited about 
Um, and then having more of like a meal prep mode. So you can still prep in advance, but there's like, there's going to be like two different kind of views. So for people who wing it like me probably won't use it a whole lot, but for people who are really big into meal prepping, they can kind of use that meal prepper view. So. And so my last question for you is um, if you could give a person one tip about nutrition, what, what would it be? Consistency. Um, yeah, I just, I think, and I think that's the same with fitness, but it just goes a long way that you, I think where a lot of people struggle is call it the five days a week, they feel really good. And then they just go off on the weekends, like really crazy. And then they're constantly in this cycle, um, or they aren't eating anything, which I can speak to and relate to, you know, because they are scared and then they binge eat because they get really hungry, you know? And so it's a really, really sad, sick cycle um, that, you know, millions and millions of people struggle with. And so if we can just find a way to help people be a little bit more consistent daily, like making, you know, consistent choices and, and even just like overall calories each day, like if you're not fluctuating a whole lot, your body's going to respond a lot better to that. So just trying to like, you know, teach people that it's okay, you know, to eat. Um, but yeah, consistency would probably be number one. Yeah. I think the first time I started, um, I was just taking a bath. I'm, I'm not a small man. I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. That is my name. And so um, when I first started MacroStacks, I could not believe how much food <laughs> I was supposed to eat in a day. And it's really hard to like turn that off in the mind because you think like eat less, I'll lose more weight. Yeah. Um, but my goodness, it's so much food. Yeah. Because it's I mean, the right kind you, of food. Yeah. How do you feel like now or after using it and stuff? And like, do you I, feel more confident? Every time I, I jump in, I feel so much better because I have so much more energy, you mm -hmm. know, and um, I can work out better. And I, I, I feel a lot, a lot better. It's just really hard. It's been ingrained for so long, like calorie deficit, calorie deficit. But, um, but yeah, so I think, I think it's a great system. I feel great when I do it. Um, it's just getting that to turn off for a while. Mm -hmm. That's so hard. And I mean, you're not alone. It's, uh, it's rewiring, you know, your brain and it takes, it does take trust in the beginning too, which is hard to tell like a client, Hey, trust something or somebody that you don't know. Right. You know, which is why we're really working on our branding and getting influencers and people that other people that they trust. So we can say like, you know, no, like this person that you, you know, love or follow, um, you know, does it too. And you know, they wouldn't steer you the, you know, the wrong way. But yeah, when I first started, I was like at the point of break though, where I was like, I have tried everything under the sun and nothing worked, you know? And so at that point, I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a choice but to just trust it. And I mean, I was eating so much food. Like I was felt sick even. Like I was like, this is ridiculous. But I was like, I don't know what else to do. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it and literally haven't stopped since, you know? And that was yeah. years and years and years ago, so. Well, when I started CrossFit, I weighed over 500 pounds. And then I lost 250, um, felt great, and then got injured. Awesome. And then now I'm kind of on the comeback uh, to get back to where I was. So yeah. uh, I'm trying to use macro stacks to get me there. So hopefully get back to Oh, that's the awesome. Fit. Yeah, just 
consistency, stick to it, you know, small steps. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day uh, to be with us and um, to talk about your product because it's, we all use it. We all love it. Um, and I can't wait for the future. It sounds like there's some really cool stuff coming to even make it better. Yeah. Thank you guys. This was so fun. And I'm just so like glad that you use it and love it. And um, it was kind of fun to talk about the story. So I appreciate it. Oh yeah. It was great. Thank you. And I love the Ohio state connection. I know. <laughs> Go <fun> guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lindsay. Uh, and we'll see you later and have a great week. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So that was a really nice interview with uh, Lindsay uh, talking about how she started her company MacroStacks. And like I said at the open, uh, this is something that I've used uh, for the last few weeks uh, and I'm really finding some success with it. I uh, really love the recipes. Uh, it's really easy to use and it makes it really easy to track when you use the recipe. So I'm glad she came on and kind of told us the, the origin story of MacroStacks. So a little bit of news for the week. Uh, we promised you on the last episode that we would talk about how our Murph went. Uh, three of us have done it. One is doing it this weekend. So we're all going to rally around Charlie uh, and cheer him on for that. As he's been doing his prison workout for the last uh, eight months or eight, right. feels like eight months, eight weeks. Right. We're going sub 40, buddy. Nice. What's your plan, Charlie? What's your plan? Vest? Oh, uh, hot. And then stay hot. Stay hot. <laughs> Pass out, wake back up, and then keep going. Uh, I've seen that plan in action before. <laughs> uh, the stay hot is not probably sustainable. Uh, lo looking at your track record. Uh, wait, wait a minute. I guarantee he will stay hot. <laughs> but the uh, engine will not. The engine okay. will cool down very quickly. Have we looked at what the weather is going to be on Saturday? Because that... It's going to be down in the 70s. So he's, he's getting a better deal than we did. <laughs> hey, don't hate me because you hate me. I don't hate you. I, I, for the first time ever, really, really struggled with Murph this year. Like, for a lot of different reasons. I had a lot of mental conversations with myself that didn't go very well. But I had those conversations. And I would do a round and then walk away and like try to cool down and then I'd do another round. I think the biggest challenge for me was that we had been kind of training, you know, up until this time in like 60 degree weather or cooler. And then here we are on the day of Murph and it was 86 Eight. or 80, yeah, 88 degrees. And I had that weight vest on and I did four rounds and I ripped it off because I was, I was starting to get chills like overheating chills. And I was like, not, not worth it. So took it off. Yeah. Yeah. The weather wasn't too much of a factor here in Delaware. It was hot uh, and it was a little bit muggy, but for me, it was just, I had two, we had two girlfriends came here to the garage to do it. And all, the, all three of us just kind of like dreaded it as, as it was happening. Um, I only made it, I did an 800 meter run at the beginning an 800 meter run at the backside. I did all the reps in between. Um, and then my one girlfriend who like ended maybe 10 minutes after I ended, I did another 800 meters with her <laughs> not timed, <laughs> not part of my time, but, uh, yeah, it was hard. And I'm feeling so rough today. This is two days later. I mean, my triceps just hurt 
and like the workouts that I've been doing are so scaled and will continue to be so scaled for the next couple of days. Probably I'm racked. Yeah. So I basically said last time that I was not going to be irresponsible and try to do the whole thing again, like I did last year and just wreck myself for, for a while, just because I have not been doing any lower body at all. Uh, so I did half Murph using the assault bike. Um, the, I did 50 calories for a half mile and that went really fast. I think sub four, uh, on the opening. Um, and then what's great is I've been doing a lot of upper body. So my push ups, and I actually did ring rows because I've, you know, I did those and the ring rows and the push ups went really well, but the air squats got me pretty quick. Uh, even though I do them well, I haven't been doing them. So at a, at a quick rate, if I've been doing them, it's been very slow and methodical. Uh, so that's where I'm hurting today. My, my quads, hamstrings, and glutes are just wrecked. Um, but in the eighth, so I did 10 rounds of Cindy, uh, in the eighth, finishing the eighth round, I felt really bad. And I had those internal conversations and for me, they went well. I really kind of kicked myself in the butt and said, listen, you can do two rounds of Cindy. It's nothing. Just finish it and move on. Uh, so I took a drink and then hammered through those last two rounds, got back on the bike, and I was sub five for my last 50 calories, which mm, nice. was pretty, pretty much better than I did last year for my 100 calories front and back on that. Yeah. Um, but so really happy with the way it went. That's good. How'd you break it up, Ian? So this year I actually did do something different. I did, um, I did 20 rounds, but I did, um, five pull-ups, five push-ups, 15 air squats, and then the five push-ups to round it out. Um, and that seemed to go really well. I didn't really have to break up much between there. You know, there, there comes times when I would do it the straight Cindy way where I would do like five push-ups, shake it out, do two more, shake it yeah. out, you know. So this kept it, that part moving a little bit more. It was really just my rest between, you know, around just because I was just so overheated. Um, and then here's the dumb thing that I did is that I wasn't so sore yesterday morning when I got up to coach and I was okay. And so I decide, oh, I'm going to do this one workout. It was comp trains workout. And it was like, a bunch of ab mats, dumbbell deadlifts, and a bunch of handstand walking. Mm. I was like, oh, I feel okay. Not today. Not anymore. today. That was bad. I mean, I'm like, I can't even straighten out my arms. So it's one not- of our former guests uh, made a comment on a morning chalka particle about being ready for Murph. Uh, mm-hmm. Dex Hopkins basically said that uh, it would be irresponsible for people to do Murph if they've just been training at home with limited equipment with yeah. limited equipment and to um, as their first workout back jump into murph um and after doing it i can see why he said that but he got a lot of backlash um yeah online for that i totally understood where he was coming from and i don't disagree i think that that is best practices. Yes. I also think though that there are people who have been training maybe pretty regularly or maybe doing even some Murph prep in order to do it. So I think as a broad statement, I totally get where he's saying. Um, I think he received a lot of flack for it, which a lot of it, I mean, we're, we're a lot of trolls on there just, you know, making comments here and there. And, And a lot of people say like, think it's unpatriotic, you know, which is not 
at all where he was coming from. I'm sure no. it was no. just, a, a, you know, in the abundance of caution, it's probably the right thing to say as a coach. Um, but you know, like it just, it depends. It depends on what your training was like. And I think for a lot of people, it's been nothing. And I think for a lot of people, they either didn't do it or they did it grossly modified. Yeah. And so I was thinking about that too. Like I'm super sore. My training has not really changed this whole time. Like I've been very regular um, as far as following the the programming that we normally do. The only thing I, I did differently this year was last year I would spend a little bit more time doing specific MRF prep. And I, instead of like, if I was doing a workout, I would just throw on my weight vest and add that to the run this time. Well, I think that that's where my soreness really came from, from not doing more specific Mm. Um, and then the weather being a game changer too, but that's yeah. just my experience. And for me, yeah. it's just intensity. I think like I, I've been working out this whole time, but at not nearly the intensity level that I would, I think in the gym. And that's just, you know, it's different when it's in your garage and it's just like one other person. I will tell you though, my, my friends both did the mile and it pushed me so hard during those first few rounds. I, I did 33 rounds of three, six, nine. And those first, I think like seven or eight rounds I tried to do before they got back from the run. Like I could see them coming in the window and I was like, hurry up, let's go. Like I wanted to get as many rounds as I could under my belt before they got back. So that was, that was a helpful push. So we are in Charlie's corner this weekend. We will be yeah, rooting buddy. him on uh, and he hope he gets sub 40. Whew. Yes, sir. What so is, so, would that be an all time PR? Yes. With a vest. With a vest. Current, current a vest bold. is 41. Okay. So it's the mile. That's, the, yep. that's where the issue comes in. Yeah, because you can bust out that other stuff, yeah. you know, quick. Especially but. that last mile. That last mile is. That'll be real fast. Well, with that, let's move on. Uh, we want to talk about the Titan Games briefly, as two of our former guests are going to be on the Titan Games. They were not on this Monday night. Uh, but Matt Chan was, and talk about an exciting finish uh, as he took on the pro athlete in the uh, Mount Olympus uh, final of the Titan Games and lost by less than a second. Mm. All because he couldn't get the Titan thing in the hole. <laughs> That's what she said. Leave it. <laughs> Leave that. That was too good. I'm it's curious. I'm curious what Charlie thinks about what that super professional athlete did you did you watch it, Charlie? No. Okay, because because you're a Browns fan, and so when he was talking about what of a great athlete he was, Joe Thomas was a great athlete. Joe Thomas was. Yeah, but he's still from the Browns, so I just was curious. Mm, <laughs> he was like burn. the one good player they had, but yeah. he doesn't ever touch the ball, so that didn't help them. He looks nothing like he used to. Interesting. He lost probably 150 pounds. Whoa. Yeah, he said on the broadcast he's lost. It was nowhere near 150. It was like 55 or 60. Mm. Um, so, okay. Here's what I was super annoyed about with the whole, like, I loved the Titan. Like it was super fun to watch and, you know, super exciting to cheer for Matt. But I, w I was annoyed and I'm curious to see, and I know we texted about this. I'm curious to see what will happen with these other athletes, but they made zero mention of CrossFit. Zero. Well, and what I liked is you actually got to talk to Matt Chan on his live Instagram. I did. He went live and said, throw and me you some asked questions. you asked him that question. 
yeah. I said, why not talk about CrossFit? And he said, I do talk about CrossFit. I talk about it all the time. He said it was all what they chose to put in there and with editing. Ah, the old editing old story. Editing. So we have several other CrossFitters coming up. Uh, Danny Spiegel has been in the promos for next week. So I'm assuming she's one of the contestants next week. Uh, so we'll see if CrossFit's mentioned or if mm -hmm. the Titan games have something against CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right. So with that, um, we want to keep it short. Again, this is one of our midweek re uh, releases, uh, but we're really excited about our release on Monday as well. I know you enjoyed this week with Macro Stacks, but Monday's maybe the most impressive athlete we have ever interviewed on this show. And we've interviewed some pretty impressive athletes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not you, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, so we are, we are interviewing Emma Carey, uh, 15 years old during last year's Open, 16-year-old uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, you have got to tune in to hear her story. It is unbelievable. Um, and what a good kid. Um, really looking forward to see what she does in the future. And I can't wait for you guys to see that interview. So with that, we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Remember, you can find us on YouTube now and all major podcast platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, we're available on all those. And please hit that subscribe button on whatever you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends.